Well, hello there, and welcome to the Amore Podcast. I'm Allie, your host for the Sex and Relationship Podcast. It covers free advice, love, romance, and sexual topics, plus an update on the site. In case you don't know who I am, I'm a sex and relationship expert whose mission it is to help people find the perfect love for them. To find out much more about me and the assortment of services that I offer, please visit AllieThies.com. Now, today is Monday, March 19th, 2012. Thanks for stopping by and giving me a listen to. The topics for today's advice. Will her desire for sex ever return? And he doesn't like the bar scene but cannot find any other place to meet women. What should he do? Quote of the week was one said by George Sands, and interesting enough, George Sands was a um, a suit, fake name, what do you call it, pseudonym? Yeah. Um, for a female author, and I, I can't remember her real name, back from the early 1800s, and she wrote under a man's name so that her work would get published. But anyways, she slash he once said, there is only one happiness in life, to be loved and to love. Actually, I said that backwards. There is only one happiness in life, to love and to be loved. There we go. <laughs> but to love and to be loved, that that's what, what life is about. Um, for those of you who give me feedback on iTunes, I greatly appreciate it. If you haven't, I, I would appreciate it if you would. Uh, we can connect uh, many different ways. On Twitter, it's Allie Thies. On Facebook, Allie Thies Friends. Pinterest, it's Love Amore. YouTube, Amore Videos. And Google Plus, Allie Thies. Um, don't forget, The Passion Zone runs Sunday nights from 6 to 6.30 p.m. on Blog Talk. And this coming Sunday, we'll be talking about, um, I'll be talking about anyways, uh, multiple orgasms for men. Yes, you can have multiple orgasms, Ben, just like women can. It just takes practice. Uh, but I will talk about how to do that for yourself. And then on um, Tuesday and Thursday, don't forget the Allie Thee Show, also on Blog Talk from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. On Tuesday, Holly Vincent will be with me. And on Thursday, Intimacy um, expert and coach Jenna will be with me. So it'll be it'll be a fun week. Talking about sex just about all week long. Yay! <laughs> One of my favorite things. And speaking of more of my favorite things, um, out-of-body sex workshops online. Uh, tonight, matter of fact, March 19th, we're going to be talking about telepathic sex. On April 2nd, it's dream sex. April 9th, it's astral sex. And at the end of March, it's attracting your soulmate. So if any of those things interest you, please visit AllieThees.com. Um, the Amoria Workshop coming up in April, uh, second Wednesday of the month, which will be April 11th, 7 to 8 p.m. at Woo's Brews, 131 North Market Street. We'll be talking about couples, how to communicate, not talk, in a relationship. Um, I decided to put a regular schedule back on Keen. It doesn't necessarily have to be for readings per se. It can be just for straight advice. But um, I decided to do that. Um, it's 10, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Um, I may go later on Monday and Wednesday till at least 4 because my son is in school until 5 on Mondays and Wednesdays. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, and speaking of how p things play out, uh, this bipolar weather, strangely enough, here in Ohio, it's going to be 75 today. And for those of you who used to listen to me on the Ask Alley podcast, you know I do not have air conditioning. So when it is, you know, warm or hot out, my windows are open. And while in Worcester, Ohio, it's not the most, um, you know, happen in place on the planet, 
Uh, it's not traffic like you would find in L.A., Chicago, New York, or <laughs> Cleveland, or Akron, for that matter. But I am on a busy thoroughfare here in Worcester, so there's plenty of traffic going back and forth. If a police car or fire truck, which are both right down the street, passes, I'll stop until they pass. If a car with no muffler, which is very popular here in Worcester, happens to go past, I will stop until they pass. And um, also those motorcycles, also very popular here. Because uh, when I try to talk over any of that, it usually drowns me out, and you don't know what the hell I said anyways. So just warnings, warnings, warnings. Uh, for those of you who want to give me a um, question here on the MRA podcast, it'd be fantastic. Because, guys, this is free. You know, I <laughs> free questions, free is also good. And I decided to start implementing that if you submit a question to the podcast, you'll get put in the hopper for a free reading. And I'm going to choose somebody once a month to get a free reading from yours truly. But it only works if you put in a question for the podcast. Now, I say a question for the podcast, which means in one month's time, you cannot put in 12 questions. <laughs> I will only probably choose one. Um, the other 11 will be disqualified. It's one entry per person once a month, period. But you'll be there'll be a, a drawing at the end of every month um, for a free reading. So... Tell your friends, the free reading is back, and uh, our free advice doesn't have to be a reading, but either or, it is back. Um, Okay, let's get here to our very first question. It's from TW, and they write, Dear Allie, I've been depressed for years upon years, and it's really taken a toll on my marriage. I finally sought help, but I'm now in therapy, and I'm on medication. Even though I feel better mentally, my desire to be intimate with my husband is absolutely nowhere to be found. Will it ever return? Well, there's a couple things going on here. One, you are on depression medication. SSRIs, which is what they called, um, severely depress the libido or sexual desire. I mean, it squashes it, stomps it, pushes it into the ground. (laughs) So you need to talk to um, your doctor, whoever prescribed the medication, whether it was an MD or um, a psychiatrist, and try to work with the medications to get that sexual desire back. Maybe lessen the dosage, switch meds. Um, but as long as you are on SSRIs, no matter what dosage you take, it's going to suppress your sexual desire. Period. It happens for males, females, regardless of your age. It just it does that. Um, and seeing that there are millions of people on SSRIs, there are millions of people out there without, without sexual desire, and they have no idea why. That is the main culprit right there. The second culprit is you said you've had problems in your marriage because you've been depressed for so long. Are the two of you working on past problems? Because you have to resolve the past before you can concentrate on the present. So have you guys resolved um, your depression? Has he come to terms with it wasn't him that um, threw a wedge in, or maybe he had part to blame, but it was your depression who um, really threw a wrench in the work, so to speak. You two need to work on your relationship. It would be fantastic if you could do couples counseling. If you can't do couples counseling, if you have someone trusted you can talk to, like a sex relationship coach or a minister, a priest, um, a mutual friend maybe, um, somebody who doesn't have an agenda, you know, choosing sides, because you never want to go with somebody who will choose a side um, for something like this. But you need to work on your relationship. 
once you work on your relationship and it's back to being strong again, which I know you can get to. I have every confidence in the two of you if it, if you're working on it and spending time together and talking and communicating and, and airing what's going on. Um, between that and talking about your SSRIs and talking about with your doctor, doctor or psych, psychiatrist to eventually wean yourself off the SSRIs or wean back something. That will help. Wait a minute. I forgot about the semis that go past. That will help your sexual desire return. Okay, so it can be found. You just need to do some adjusting and still keep looking for it by working on your relationship. Okay? Okay, thank you, my dear, for sending in your question. Um, on AllieThieves.com last week, I wrote an article about sex on the brain, meaning what to, how does sex affect your brain chemistry. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, our brain is our, is our largest sex organ, and it's a wondrous thing. The brain, it, it just, it, it amazes me. So I read about what having um, a good sex life can do to your brain. So I read about that. And then for bliss, I read about erotic touch, 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 not tuck, erotic touch on how it is a very sensual act and sexy and oh, so intimate. And it's just, it's a wonderful thing. So that was another thing that I put on there, and I also put on the radio updates. And just to let you know, for those of you who, who subscribe to my newsletter, um, I tried to set it up for the weekend. It, it didn't work, but we're hopefully for this Saturday. Uh, I, I, come on, I can talk. A newsletter or a blurb, so to speak, will go out on Saturdays to let you know what happened on the blog the week before. So if you've, uh oh, oh, Samantha. Sorry, that was my cat. She went to jump and she missed. Uh, Samantha Joe, she's 16 years old, doesn't quite have the oomph she once did, and she just can't. She just doesn't realize that. Sorry, guys, I gotta find out what happened to her. Sam. Okay, she fell and then she disappeared. I'm so confused. Anyways, okay. Um. So a newsletter once a week to tell you what happened on the blog because between radio updates, podcast updates, blog entries, um, you can miss stuff. So I decided to send that out once a week. It's supposed to be automatic on Saturdays. It wasn't automatic last Saturday because that's when I set it up. So hopefully this Saturday it will go out. Knock on wood. You know, best laid plans. <laughs> In my life there is no such thing as that. Um, okay, let's go on here to our second question. This is from SB. And he writes, Allie, I've been single now for the last five years. Before being single, I was married for 15 years. And I like being married. And I'm not really in the dating scene. But of course, if I'm going to get another partner, I need a date. And in order to date, I need to find women. I'm not into the bar scene. Although that is where my friends keep telling me to go. And that seems to be where single women hang out. Is there another place I can meet women to date besides going to the bar? Thank you. Um, yeah, there are places. Um, check if your town or your city has singles events. That's a great place to meet, you know, eligible people. I know one woman I had on the Alley Thief show, Jill from Chicago. She has a matchmaking group called um, Mingle Around. It sounds like a blast. I wish I lived in Chicago because I would go. But she holds uh, singles events all the time about, and matching people up. So that you might want to look into, singles events in your area. You also, if you're involved with your church, um, look into church activities. 
Where's all this traffic coming from? Hold on, for God's sakes. Look into, look into um, church activities because churches usually have some to- type of single events. If not, you know, look for the festivals. Look for the, the um, book review groups. Uh, churches always, always have something going on besides Mass. Okay, so look into that. Um, you know, I know here in Worcester, you know, we have singles events. Well, we, we're trying to. I'm going to set them up. Damn it. Because <laughs> I'm single and I want to set up other single people. Um, but here in Worcester, besides the, the single events that I'll eventually set up, and we have churches and all those organizations that that cater to the churches, um, we, in the summertime, spring and summer, have like fairs and festivals and and parties basically downtown every either every Friday or every Saturday depending on what's going on. So check in your community during the spring and summer what goes on in your downtown. Cities like to put things on downtown because it brings people in. It brings people in, people spend, you spend money, it makes the town or city very happy. So check on that. Um what are your hobbies? Do you have hobbies? If you have hobbies, what organization supports those hobbies? You know, say you're a science fiction nut. You know, join a science fiction organization that meets and talks about movies or books. And let from a uh, female science fiction geek, uh, not all people who join these science fiction organizations are male. <laughs> you know, I'm female. I don't belong to an organization because there isn't one in my area. But I love sci-fi. And if I could find an organization near me, I'll be damned I would join. And not to meet guys, but I just I want to talk about science fiction. I love it. Love it. Love it. So, you know, think about your hobbies. And last, of course, and certainly not least, online. You know, the online dating sites. Match.com. eHarmony. Um, chemistry. Uh, what else is there? Cupid. Is it? Yes, I think it's called Cupid. <laughs> They're all popular for a reason. You know, people meet other people. And if you're nervous about, you know, meeting a, a, a woman, you know, talk to people online. Get your mojo back and then go out. Also, bookstores, coffee shops, you know, maybe not Walmart because of the way some people dress when they go to Walmart. They're kind of frightening. Um, but, you know, shopping. You know, shopping brings people out. Women love to shop, with the exception of me. You would find me in Best Buy. I like to shop for electronics. I'm also an electronic geek. <laughs> um, but, yeah, different places like that. Okay, but, yeah, there are other places besides a bar that you can find somebody. I personally cannot stand the bar scene either. I will not do the bar scene. I don't like to go to bars, period. Um, unless, of course, I'm on a date, then I'll go. But uh, otherwise, I don't like to pick people up there. So I avoid the bars, too, and I have found other ways to meet men. There you go. Okay, my dear, thank you very, very much for sending in your question. I hope I've been able to help out. Now... <coughs> The Amore topic of the week. I want to talk about what are you waiting for besides the semi-passing. What are you waiting for, people? And it could mean just about anything. Anything. You know, I, I have met so many people that, oh, I will go and start pursuing a love life when I drop five pounds or after I get plastic surgery or after I start eating healthy. (laughs) 
or after I start exercising or after I've pulled myself out of debt or after I've paid off this bill or after I've written that book. There's always or after, 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 or when, and if. For the love of God, you know, we're human. We don't get out of this world alive. We don't. And because we're human and we none of us get out of this world alive, we all die. I know, newsflash, huh? We all die and none of us know when we're going to die. Granted, if you have a terminal disease, you know you're going to die sooner rather than later. If you are in a profession that puts you in danger quite a bit, like a firefighter, police officer, the military, odds are you will die sooner than, say, I don't know, a librarian or an accountant. Um, but the point is, we never know. We never, ever know we're going to die. So why do we keep putting things off? Why do you keep putting things off? What What's in it for you? You know, we don't do things unless there's a payoff, unless there's a reward somehow. It doesn't even have to be a good reward. It just has to be a reward. What are you doing to put things off? Why are you putting things off? What? Why are you doing it? Like for myself, um, I put off having a relationship after my divorce. Uh, the reason I did it is because I didn't want to get hurt. That was one reason. The second reason is I wanted to get my bachelor's degree. And in the past, based on my you know, previous performance, when I would date somebody, I'd, well, I'd end up getting married and quitting school. And I didn't want to do that. So I avoided men, relationships, um, for to finish my degree and not get hurt. So I finished my degree last year. Have I been on a day, date since last year when I graduated in May? No. I have not been on one date, and this is March. My birthday's coming up again in May. No dates, none, zilch. And why is that? Because, again, my payoff was not to get hurt. Not, not to, um, you know, deal with the hassle. And again, the big one, not to get hurt. You know, after being stabbed in the back twice, uh, I've learned. I learned the lessons I needed to learn. Um, I understand why I did what I did when I was dating or got married before. And I know not to do those things again. But yet, that in the back of my head, it's still a oh, crap. I still don't want to get hurt. Well, you know, I've decided, and I get epiphanies every once in a while. You know, the light bulb moment goes off. And my light bulb moment was this weekend. And even though, even though I know better, and I know not to put things off, I, just, I know it. You know, it's just knowing something and doing something or changing your life because of something. That's a totally different thing. Well, this past weekend, my son went to Boy Scout camp and for his first time, and he had a fantastic time. But I thought, you know what, Al, he, he's 12. He's going to be 12 this year in 2012. And you've got maybe six more years with him living here. And then he's off. He's an adult. I mean, the odds of him sticking around longer are probably great. Um, but you never know. He might go off to college someplace out of state. He may join the military. He may apply for a job someplace um, and, and get it and move. He might work, be able to work for a gaming company, which 
would be perfect for him <laughs> to work for like Electric Arts or, or Microsoft or something. Um, and he might move across the country. And what, what the hell are you going to do? You're going to be really solo. Because I know when he's gone, I can't stand it. I mean, I'm not depressed. And I'm not moping or anything. But it being quiet in the house, you know, I do like it for a very short period of time. But I cannot stand it when I'm not interacting with people. So it's like, you know, he's going to be gone in six years. Then what are you going to do? You know, you're going to have to interact with people if you if you want to do something. So that's why. And I also watched the, the uh, TV show Army Wives over the weekend. And how, and I know it's TV and it's not real life, so to speak. <laughs> but being an ex-Army wife, which I my first husband was in the Army, um, a lot of things that are portrayed on that show really do happen. But I like how the characters don't put things off. Their spouses could be called away at any time and they don't know if they're coming back. That's how we have to live life. I mean, what is it? Do you want love? I mean, you wouldn't be listening to my podcast if you didn't. Or do you want a better sex life? Well, stop waiting for tomorrow or trying to get something else done in order to attract love or sex into your life. You know, do you want to write that book? Do you want to get that better job? Do you want to go back to school to better your life? What are what do you want? You know, and this past weekend, I decided quite a few things. Um, I decided to go back to graduate school. I decided to go to graduate school, not go back, but go to graduate school. Get my master's in psychology and eventually my Ph.D. in human sexuality. I decided to be more active on the dating sites that I'm on. I decided to, you know... Start working out again. Start, you know, believe it or not, cleaning my house on a regular basis, which I know sounds really quite silly to people, you know, but I'd always put it off. And, you know, there wasn't anything that was going to come out of the woodwork and bite us. But, you know, I've got nine animals, so it's not something I can put off for too long, <laughs> if you get my meaning. Um, so, you know, and I, I got up at 5 a.m. this morning. I meant to get up at 6, I'll be honest with you, but um, Felix, the cat outside, decided to get in a cat fight. And I got up, and when I woke up, and then one well, of my dogs pooped on my on my rug, uh, <laughs> after I cleaned that up and shooed the cat, um, I thought, you know, I do my best work in the morning. Why aren't I getting up this early? Why not? So um, I've made a vow to myself to get up at 5, go for a walk, come back, do a little bit of meditation, get my shower, start my day. And I've also made, that's why I decided to go back to Keene. What am I waiting for? I liked being on Keene. I'd get some people, of course, who were quite aggravating because they wouldn't listen. But, you know, humans, we do strange things. And we listen to what advice, whatever advice we feel like is going to, is going to help us out. But that is the biggest message for you guys today. I want you to sit down and I want you to really, really think about it. What are you waiting for? What reward are you constantly getting every day because you're putting something on hold? You've got to be getting something out of it or you wouldn't keep doing it or not doing it, so to speak. And then you need to think, do I really want something? If you really want something, then damn it, go do it. Quit waiting. And that's something else I'm going to be doing at 5 a.m. after my walk and my short meditation. 
I'll be getting my shower in the evening, so in the morning, then I'm going to come back, I'm going to get back to writing, because I love to write. I'm getting back to my Atlantis project. I'm getting back to my out-of-body ecstasy book. I have got to do this. It's who I am. I can't wait till tomorrow. I could be dead tomorrow. And I'll tell you what, if I died tomorrow or today, and I didn't get this Atlantis project out, if I didn't enter the Black Triangle into um, the Nicole Fellowship one more time, you know, if if I didn't make sure I had a little bit of money aside so my, my son wouldn't be um, in trouble if I died all of a sudden, if I didn't do the, and I died, and I look back and I'm like, oh my God, I got none of that done, and great, I've got the next life, I can do it then, but I'll be pissed at myself for not getting the things done that I know, I know I have to do, I have to do in this lifetime, and being in another relationship is one of them, I know it, so... I'm not waiting anymore. I am not waiting. And I want you guys to email me every once in a while and say, are you waiting or are you doing? Huh? Are you doing it? And, um, and of course, are you doing it doesn't mean are you having sex. <laughs> Although it can. Um, but, you know, check in on me every once in a while. Say, Allie, are you doing what you said you're going to do? And you know what? I'm thinking about, maybe I should do like an email list. A what are you waiting for email list. You know, kind of like Tut, you know, the universe. I love getting those things every day. But you sign up for this list and you get messages every day about what are you waiting for. What are you waiting for? That's a good idea. I kind of like that. Any thoughts? Let me know. Okay, speaking of thoughts, uh, my keen starts in like two minutes, so I need to run. The deal of the week is a 30-minute phone or chat reading. It's $59.95. It's regularly $85.95, so you guys will save money. So $59.95, either a 30-minute phone or chat reading, email me, allythees at yahoo.com. Let me know what the deal of the week is, and uh, we'll hook that up for you, shall we? And, oh, yes, it is time for me to go. <laughs> so until we connect again, folks, you guys have yourself an absolutely wonderful week. Don't put off today what you need to get done, and we will see you next Monday. Take care.